Hey everyone, I need your attention for one minute. This is not one of those ads. This is something that has changed my entire life. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know that this is all about personal development as the foundation for everything good in your life. And this podcast is now sponsored by Growth Day, which is the world's first all-in-one personal development app. I mean, oh my gosh, can you imagine having everything all in one place that you need to create the life that you want? Now you can. So if you've been struggling with your motivation, your mood, your productivity, or your purpose, you have to check this out. Growth Day helps you consciously change your life and achieve your potential. It has all the self-improvement tools, motivational classes, and life coaching all in one place. So many of us want to improve our lives, but the question is how? Where do we start? What do we use? How do you get unstuck? How do you make self-improvement stick? Well, research shows how. It's when you consistently journal, track your habits, set goals, learn from empowering mentors, and challenge yourself that you'll be happier, healthier, and more successful. But let me ask you something. Where do you actually do all of your personal development work? I have to tell you that over 300,000 people use Growth Day for a reason. It works. It's the world's number one software for self-improvement. Growth Day has an amazing mindset journal that I absolutely love, a habit tracker, and a goal-setting system. In fact, I bet if you went to my stories this week, you probably saw me using the journaling app and telling you to do it too because it's the first time that journaling has ever actually stuck consistently in my life because of this app. And best of all, Growth Day has live inspirational classes every single week from the world's top motivational speakers and life coaches. These are people who have impacted my life in huge ways. These are mentors who I already knew and loved. In fact, this is something that's so huge for me, you guys. I personally teach a class in Growth Day every single month, and it is one of the most fun things that I get to do, and I'd love to see you there. These classes will truly shift your life. There's always something new that you will learn. So join me in 300,000 achievers growing our lives with actual real intention. Visit growthday.com slash Lori for a free trial. Yes, you can try this for free. So go to growthday.com slash Lori and go live your best life. You guys, that's growthday.com forward slash Lori. And I can't wait to see you there. Thanks to Gusto for supporting Earn Your Happy. Gusto offers all-in-one payroll and HR for growing your business. Whether your team is in-person, remote, or a combination, with Gusto, keeping your team on track is easy. Go to gusto.com slash Lori for your first three months free. And thank you to Indeed for supporting Earn Your Happy. Indeed makes it easy to connect with your applicants. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash happy. Offer good for a limited time. What's meant for you won't miss you. And what misses Mm. you was not meant for you. And until you have a tangible example of that in your own life, I think that that saying is just that. It's a saying. Mm-hmm. But then when you feel it really deeply, it makes everything, I think, a lot easier to handle moving forward. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. If you don't know, I want to send you a daily text message, either a 
manifesting affirmation, a journal prompt, or a question to really get to maybe the core of what you want in life or what's missing in your life. And I am sending these daily right now out to my text list. So if you guys want to be a part of that, absolutely for free, all you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I'm loving seeing all of your responses. I know some of you are responding back to the text messages and I'm trying to get to anywhere from 10 to 30 of you per day and really getting back to you and chatting with you over on that modality. So I hope that you join that text list. It's going to go right to your phone, goes right to my phone. And I'm just loving it. I'm loving getting to know you guys better and ask you questions and also send you some affirmations and quotes that I'm obsessed with and things just to hopefully make your day brighter and better and really start to hone in and get you the things that you want out of life and start thinking about what it is exactly that you want. I know that in my personal life, I feel like I am always just one good question away from my answer. So that is what I want to send you. And today, On the podcast, I have Danielle Robay. She is a TV host and journalist currently of Ease While You Were Streaming. She's the creator of the video podcast, Pretty Smart, and the best-selling card game, Question Everything, which is a 52-deck card deck for deeper conversations noted by Forbes as a game changer. You guys, this is in my living room right now. And every single person that has come and stayed at the lake house, which has now been quite a few people, we end up playing this game. I absolutely love it. It's 52 incredible questions that have unlocked and opened so many things in my life and in these relationships of the people who I've gotten to sit and do them with. And you guys know because of light pink that I am obsessed with questions. And also a tribe called bliss was completely based on creating deeper connections through questions. So this is such a fun podcast because we talk all about why that matters and also how you can get your own card deck. So let's get started. Danielle, I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thank you so much for coming on. Lori, I'm so excited to be here. A mutual friend introduced us who I love and you are a boss. And so I'm so excited to get to know you. Oh my God. Well, I can say the same exact thing about you. And it was so much fun just going down the rabbit hole of like researching and, and learning so many things about you, which I was like, you know, when you like are researching that person or you find that person and you're like, man, I'm pretty sure we we would probably have a lot to talk about or we'd be friends. I was like, there are so many similarities that that. excited me because I was like, this is going to be so easy and fun. So I'm so excited to chat with you. You do such incredible things in the world that I'm like, oh my gosh, I cannot wait to dive into the way that your brain thinks when you're approaching these things that probably require a lot of confidence, maybe people think to the outside world. So thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm really excited to dig in. You also have an awesome podcast. When did your podcast start? Tell me about your podcast. I launched February of 2021. It's called Pretty Smart. And the tagline is a love letter to women with something to say. And so I was an entertainment journalist for years when I first moved to LA and I was doing all these red carpets and interviewing all of these really quote unquote pretty women. And 
I was thinking about all the pretty women in my life and they were pretty bold, pretty witty, pretty strong, pretty smart and thought, I want to interview people who put a new spin on pretty. And so mm-hmm. some of them are these, you know, celebrities that I think aren't given an opportunity to speak on other topics sometimes, but some of them are therapists, attorneys, specialists on loneliness. We really deep dive into topics that hopefully can propel people's lives forward and make an impact. Oh my God. I love this. So can just share a little bit for people, how your career has sort of evolved and what you're doing now. So grew up in Chicago. I'm a Midwest girl, uh, went to school in Wisconsin and I did local news there. So Madison is a small town, as you know. And I, as soon as I did local news, I thought this is it. Like I love telling stories. Mm-hmm. I was a political science major. It felt like a perfect sort of marriage of things that I liked. And I thought the internet is going to happen. I told my parents I was moving to LA and going to work on the internet. And my dad was like, Britney Spears fans are on the internet. What do you mean you're going to work on the internet? Like, what are you talking about? And yeah. he was like, it's your life. It's your money. Go mm. for it. And, and you can always come back. Mm. So I moved, I think I had like $8,000 in my bank account. My grandma's friend let me live in her garage. And so moved into the garage for free. And I was so grateful to be there. Mm-hmm. And I started doing red carpets. And so I would, mm-hmm. I would like call people online and say, you know, I found your number on Facebook. I'm a host. And I would do red carpets for free just to get tape. Mm-hmm. And what I do, it's sort of like your resume is your tape. Yep. And I would send it out and no one would reply to me. And so I started sending people cookies or bamboo plants and writing little notes that said, you know, if anybody drops out last minute or you need a host, I would love an opportunity and then put my email and they would reply and be like, you know, we don't have anything, Danielle, but thanks for the cookies. And (laughs) I I felt like a little uncomfortable, but also I then had their email and we had a correspondence. So every few weeks or every few months, I would send a new link and, you know, and one day one of those outlets called me and said, our host is sick. Can you be in Beverly Hills at 5 PM? It was like three o'clock. And I said, yeah. So I hustled over there. It was for an X factor red carpet with Simon Cowell And he gave me an exclusive that night and he changed my life because they hired me. And it was my first full-time job. I Mm. I worked at a place called Clever TV, which was like a YouTube conglomerate kind of, Mm -hmm. and learned the internet. Like it was such a great incubator almost for like Mm. how to title things, what SEO was, how to produce, how to write. It was boot camp for sure. And eventually went on to Entertainment Tonight Online. I did a morning show in Chicago that was like a GMA for Chicago and then came back here and I'm skipping over a few things because I don't want to bore everybody. But now I do a show on E and uh, have the podcast and then started the Question Everything card deck. Oh my God. I, I love this so much because you shared your willingness to just put yourself out there and then also to get totally scrappy and just yeah. say yes to whatever. Honestly, I, I feel like for you with just what you explained, like any opportunity that would have come, you would have said yes to, to get yourself out there. And oh, I can, yeah. out of all of the people that I've interviewed, I can tell you that they all have a story like that, where it was just like, man, I mean, I did what other people were not willing to do and send cookies and bamboo plants and, you know, heard no and got offered this one thing that a lot of, it might've been easy to be like, I have, you know, work tonight or I have this other thing to do, or it's like you clear everything to jump at that opportunity and make yourself available. Because just like you said, you never 
ever know what is going to come out of that. And it's I just true. think it's so crazy. Yeah. Sometimes it's nothing that comes out of it. You know, like yeah, I still totally. kind of do those things, but sometimes something really magical happens. Mm-hmm. And I think I hear a lot of motivational speakers talk about your why. It's a very popular mm-hmm. thing. And I believe in it because like the what and the how feels confusing when you don't know yes how to go after something or what to do to pursue what you're wanting. But if you want it bad enough, you figure that out. It's not like you had this like super grand plan. You literally right in front of you were like, okay, I'm going to connect with these people because they're people and just like get in front of them. And it really is, it kind of goes along with what you've created in your card deck. It is like so about relationships at the end of the day and getting in front of people and just trying everybody. I love that so much. Okay. So I want to know, is there a time between the ages? Can you tell me a story about a time between the ages of maybe eight, let's pick eight and 14 that you can like vividly recall right now that developed the person that you are today? Yes, actually. I, in eighth grade, so I was, I think I was 12 or 13. I ran for class president and I lost and I real, like I was okay. It was fine. I went back to school the next day and everything was the same and my friends were the same and life moved on. And actually the person that won ended up like dropping out because he like wasn't capable of doing all the things or whatever. And I realized in that moment that you always have to put yourself out there and that like failure actually doesn't sting as bad as it stings in your mind. And so actually an entrepreneur I interviewed said in entrepreneurship, there's no failure. It's just a pivot because it it Mm. pushes you into the next thing. And I think I didn't have the words for it at the time, but I learned that aspect that it just propels you to the next thing. Like I learned how to do graphic design because I had to make flyers, you know, which ended up helping me later in life. So you never know where things lead you. Okay. So first of all, when he dropped out, did that like crown you as president? (laughs) That's a great question. No. So this is actually sort of embarrassing, but when I was the second runner up, so I was supposed to be vice president. Okay. And when I became vice president, I was like, I don't want that job. I want it to be president or nothing. So right. I, I was like, no, I'm out. And I so love it. the person that was VP became president. But yeah, I think it was like a, a great lesson in mm. failure. Yeah. I was just going to say, look, you got the lesson out of it and you moved on. You're like, I'm good. Yes. And it's <laughs> totally, that I, I can keep going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And it's like public embarrassment, right? Like in eighth mm-hmm. grade, when all of your friends or everybody knows it's very public, but it speaks to the man in the arena poem mm-hmm. that Brene Brown quotes Roosevelt all the time, which is like, you just got to get into the arena. Hmm. Oh man. Can you tell me about a more recent time when you've been rejected that maybe it stung a bit, but you collected the lesson and what was that lesson that you got? The first thing that came to my mind when you said that was in 2019, I was dumped. My boyfriend who I was living with, I'd been with him for like two and a half years, broke up with me and I was so devastated. Mm. Like, almost not functional. Like I was so depressed, sad, and I didn't know how to climb out of the hole really. I think having gone through therapy, it triggered like deeper wounds in me for sure than I realized. 
but having come out of it, what I realized is what's meant for you won't miss you. And what misses Mm. you was not meant for you. And until you have a tangible example of that in your own life, I think that that saying is just that. It's a saying. Mm -hmm. But then when you feel it really deeply, it makes everything, I think, a lot easier to handle moving forward because I've always been an ambitious person. And so forcing things feels natural to me. And to take a step back and realize that what will be will be is actually pretty important. Hey, a lot of people dream about having their own business, but they forget that you also have to run it. So whether it be HR, payroll, or employee benefits, let Gusto help. Gusto offers all-in-one payroll and HR for growing businesses. From full-service payroll and benefits to team management tools and more, Gusto makes it easy to support your hardworking team in one intuitive platform. I've teamed up with Gusto and they're offering your first three months free at gusto.com slash Lori. Gusto's loved by both businesses and employees. For businesses, having everything in one place is a game changer. Employees love that Gusto's interface is modern, fresh, and extremely intuitive and really organized. Whether your team is in-person, remote, or a combination of both, with Gusto, keeping your team on track is easy. Using a platform like Gusto is critical to so many things, such as... One, keeping things organized so both you and your employees can find the important documents you need. And two, staying compliant and up to date on your state's rules and regulations. And three, they're super quick and easy payroll processing services. Four, access to competitive benefit options. The list seriously goes on and on, but we don't have as much time to talk all about them in this ad. So join the more than 200,000 new and growing businesses that are using Gusto to build a great workplace for their employees. Right now, Gusto is offering our listeners three months free at gusto.com forward slash Lori. Get easy payroll benefits, HR, and a happier team. So go to gusto.com slash Lori for your first three months free. So you had mentioned something just in this, in this last story, you had talked about how it kind of like revealed even deeper wounds or triggers to you. So what did you do in that moment when you were like, oh my God, I actually think this is like bringing up some underlying issues about how I feel about myself or about worthiness or like the stories that I've developed and how I think about myself in my life. Can you share some of those or do you mind sharing like when you realize there's like deeper things going on, how did you decide to like look at it and then help yourself to cope with them? Therapy was really a huge Mm. aspect of that. I didn't know what else to do. I was so depressed that it was like, Mm. I have to talk about this or figure this out because I'm never going to move forward. And I don't want to feel like this. And I also don't, I didn't want to repeat some of the things of like in that relationship in my next relationship. So for instance, like, I think I found this person's charisma really dynamic or engaging. And I learned through therapy, like what kind of wound was I harboring that I was attracted to this sort of insecure charisma instead of like a quiet confidence. And so I think it was, it was out of necessity, quite honestly. And I've, I've always been into growth. Like I'm, I think it's like some people stumble upon it. I've always felt like there's a lesson in everything Mm. and I wanted to find it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So this just brought up for me 
right away, it sounds like your belief system goes along with my belief system, which has really helped me out a lot where even when really bad stuff happens pretty quickly, I can be like, okay, where's the lesson? Where's the lesson? Yeah. But like once in a while, that is challenging because you cannot see the lesson. Are you in something in your life right now where you are like, okay, why isn't this coming to me yet? Is there mm-hmm. something that you want that's not coming to you? Number one, yet. That's a <laughs> and are you able to kind of like figure out why it's not here for you yet? I've been thinking about that a lot because I just started doing this show at E uh, about Mm. eight weeks ago. And when I moved to LA, all I wanted to do was be on E. Like I wanted to Mm. be the millennial Barbara Walters, but on E. I wanted to ask like deep, meaningful questions, but somehow be on E. And I had had meetings there multiple times. Like they had asked me to come in and then nothing would ever happen. And then there was uh, like before a year before the pandemic, they were launching a new show and I got kind of to the final rounds and they flew me to New York and I auditioned and I thought like, this is it. And I didn't get it. And I remember I was dating this guy and I called him crying and was like, what am I going to do? Like, this was it. This isn't for me, clearly. And I had sort of given up on it actually, mm. which is part of why I launched the podcast pretty smart because like, I really believe in being a self-generator and I wanted to create a place of meaning if, if someone wasn't going to hire mm. me and practice my skill set along the way. And so when this came about, I was like two weeks away from quitting because I just felt so frustrated with like the uncertainty of my industry and the financial instability And I'm 31. I saw a lot of my friends kind of settling down and I'm going to a lot of weddings and I'm like, Mm -hmm. they're like really building sort of this life. And I like live in this one bedroom apartment and I'm putting all of my money into like R&D for this card deck. And like, what am I doing? (laughs) And then this producer at E emailed me and said, we're launching this show. Can you send me some links? And I sent them like, usually I'm so thorough and really on it. And instead this email was kind of just like, here's some links. Have a great day. Thanks for thinking of me. (laughs) And they called me and said, come in. So in some ways that it was like, I had let go of needing the validation. Mm. And then it like found me anyways, which was pretty wild. I don't know if it will always happen that way. Yeah. I know. But it goes back to like, what's for you can't miss you, you know? Yes. So yeah, I think that it was like a recent full circle moment. I don't know if it'll always happen Mm. that way. Sometimes things do miss you on purpose. Yeah. Um, But that was pretty beautiful. Oh my God. I love this story so much because it reminds me of the times when I was like getting, let's just say how it feels in the moment, like getting ignored and rejected like over and over and over. And you're like, what the, like you felt that too. I'm doing all the right thing. Oh, that has happened multiple times in my career. But what I like, what I love so much about your story is exactly what I have this theory that like, it's what you had just said. Like if there's something that you really want and you're depending on like a person or a network or like something to anoint you into that position that you need to figure out somehow a way to create that feeling that you're desiring or that thing for yourself without them, like cut out the middleman and go straight for the thing that you want, like to create the feeling in the community. And as soon as you do that and you really like understand that you created it for yourself, I swear to you, that's when they come knocking. And it's like about create, because now you've become attractive 
you're now somebody who has more value to offer. You're now someone who's like, well, she's doing the damn thing anyway. And you probably got all of this practice on your podcast and all these other things that you're just radiating different. Like your energy is different Mm -hmm. and you're putting out a different like message into the universe. That's not like, I need you. I need you. I need you. It's like, so interesting. I'm doing it anyway. So I love hearing it reflected back. Well, it's interesting for me to hear that you felt that way because before we got on the pod, obviously I was like, you know, looking over your podcast and your work and you honestly give off this, this woman has figured it out. And so it's, it's really, (laughs) I think just like helpful to hear that there were some bumps along the way. I always love hearing those stories. Oh girl, I'm still getting rejected. I pivoted into something new and I'm in a whole new pool of rejection. So, so much fun, but it's great. Like we know that, right? It sounds like we really think like, sometimes I'm in it and I can extract that lesson right away. And I'm like, okay, great. It's just making me so much better. And it wasn't for me, or maybe it is, but I need to let go of something. And it just makes you think, it just really makes you think, which is why you probably love questions. And I love questions too. Okay. So I want to know what are three beliefs that you have had to let go of that were instilled in you in your childhood, whether they were meant to be instilled or not, whether it was somebody like a, you know, a teacher who said something that all of a sudden a belief popped up in your head that you carried with you. What were three beliefs that you have had to let go of from your childhood in order to be the woman that you are today? One is that you can't have like a really successful marriage and children and also be a powerhouse at work that it's Mm. like you're gonna have to choose I do think that you can have those with the proper sort of like setup and support so I had to work through that one the other one is that your feelings don't matter constantly in my house it was like your feelings don't matter like look at the facts type of a thing and Mm. in some ways I'm grateful for that I think it made me a pragmatic thinker but I pushed my feelings down a lot. And I think in romantic relationships, it was unhelpful because I didn't feel comfortable asserting my feelings because they they felt mm. like I shouldn't have them. So that was a lot of therapy. And now I'm a big feelings person and I've leaned into it. I actually think it's part of my mm. superpower at work. It seems to me in your life that you like really go for it. Like you, even though you might be afraid, you go for it. Like, have you always had the confidence like that? Or was that something you had to develop? I got really lucky. My mom forever has said to me, like, you can sit on the park bench and watch people live their life and walk past you or you can get up and live. Mm -hmm. And from like a very young age, she was always pushing me to get up and live and to like live outside of my box. And it's one thing I I haven't had to work towards, to be honest. Mm. Like I I really, I kind of just go for it. I love that you shared that though, because it showed like, even for people who have uh, children, because I can say I had the opposite being raised by my mom who was in and my dad, but my mom was mostly the one who was at home with me. And I love her, God love her. But she would say this too. Like, it was always like, aren't you afraid? Or you can stay here. And cause she oh, had anxiety wow. and had a lot of nerves and had a lot of fear. So I think that it was like a partner with her in that. Mm-hmm. And I will tell you that, it is something I still to this day, like have to work through. Like I still hear that voice or still get really anxious. I do it anyway, but, um, really impressive that you do it anyway. It took a while, but, but like thinking about how I want to raise a child or like when, if people have children, like to 
think about like, no, go get out there. Like, go try that. I don't care if you're afraid. Like, of course we want to do it loving, but maybe sometimes I won't. Maybe I'll be like, you have to go anyway. Cause sometimes you need that push. Like, and honestly, like my, my husband, when I met him was kind of that push. He would just like, didn't understand the fear thing necessarily. So he would always be like, just go, like, what are you? And it, it makes you feel like, Number one, it makes you mad because they don't understand. But number two, it's like, oh, people feel differently than me. Like some people just go for it. So I'm glad that you shared that. So, well, I think sometimes I ask myself, what's the worst thing that happens if I go for yeah. this, if I'm in my head? And it's like, mm. maybe the answer is I embarrass myself. Maybe the answer is people will look at me differently. But to be honest, it's never that bad, mm-hmm. you know? And no. so thinking about that, you're like, all right. You know what? One of my um, friends says, she actually has a podcast too. Her name is Angie Lee, but she says- Oh, I know Angie. Her brother's one of my best friends. Oh, that's awesome. So funny. See, we'd find that tie right away. She says, you're already in your worst case scenario. Like when you really think about it, not going for it, you're already living in the worst case scenario. And I was like, shit, you're right. That's a great point. So I always think of that, like when I'm like, oh God, what if it fails? What if I suck? What if these people say this? What if I lose this money? I'm like, I'm already living in the worst case scenario because what I really want is to be living this version of me and I'm not. Yeah. So it's kind of like the man in the arena again. It's like, well, we're going for it. Like we did it. So I like that. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mm-hmm. adopt, adopt that. I know. When she said it, I was like, oh, that's mine now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's good. She's full of those quotes. She has a great podcast. Ah, I know. I love her. She's great. When you're looking to scale your business, do the things that move the needle the most. And the number one thing has always been for me, hiring the right people. And the better you get at hiring and the faster that you do it, the more your business grows. But how do you get better? You need Indeed. Indeed is a hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. It delivers four times more hires than all other job sites combined, according to Talent Nest 2019. Even better, Indeed's the only job site where you only pay for the applicants that meet your must-have requirements. Indeed has so many tools to offer that save you so much time, like Indeed Instant Match assessments and virtual interviews. One of the features I love the most is their assessments. It's so genius because this tool can give you a window into how candidates will be on the job. On on average, applicants who scored highly proficient or higher on the reliability assessments were nearly eight times more likely to consistently attend work, according to U.S. Indeed data. Indeed offers over 135 assessment tests to choose from, focusing on all different skills ranging from cooking to coding. If that doesn't help take the stress out of the interview process, I don't know what does. Your candidates don't need to prove themselves again and again, and you can dive deeper into talking about what's important to you. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at indeed.com slash happy offer good for a limited time claim your 75 dollar credit now at indeed.com slash happy indeed.com slash happy terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed so what is a belief you have right now that you like know that with this belief as long as you strengthen it whether it's you know your faith or it's maybe like a line that you always refer back to or it's a knowing that will always keep you safe and let it be okay no matter what you do or what you fail at do you have a belief around around that i do i guess it's a two part answer for me one is that my job is actually like a big part of my personality i think like it gives me a lot mm-hmm. of purpose i find a lot of identity in it 
And I've worked through that. I actually don't think it's a bad thing. Like I don't yeah. mind that. But I do know that if everything stopped, I still like the person I am. And so mm-hmm. that gives me sort of peace because I feel like without all of that, I still have my same friends. I still have my family. I still have self-love. But separately, I think the other aspect of that is I always think of the Shirley Chisholm quote, service is the rent you pay for a room on this earth. Mm. And the people that I admire most live via service. And I think like on podcasts or in motivational speeches, like it's a very sort of just kind of like shiny thing to say. Like, it's really about like, how can you serve? How can you serve? And it sometimes I don't believe people, but the people that truly live it, they freaking radiate. And it's not just something they say for clout. It's something they live. And Mm -hmm. I've noticed that when I'm exhausted or I'm upset, if I can be of service, it's actually very Mm. self-serving because it puts me in a better mood. And often Mm -hmm. the advice I'm giving people, like I have young TV hosts call me all the time or message me on LinkedIn. And even if I don't have time, I always take those calls because Mm. I find that the advice I give them is the advice I actually need to hear. Mm. So yeah, I think service is a a really big part of knowing that everything will be okay. Man, I love that. That's one of my things just that I say to myself when I'm like feeling, you know, that feeling where you're just like, you're stuck, you're maybe something just trying to think of recently. Chris and I actually had one this last week where we had something just somebody who decided to be upset about something yeah. in customer service related. And it just like never, Isn't that ever the feels worst? good. It's the worst. Oh my God. Just, I didn't understand you, it till I experienced it. And you can't make it better. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the things where even if you try to make it better, you're actually making it worse because it's just that person or whatever it is. Like, yep. and you just don't know the next right move, but the only next right move is like to figure out how to get yourself out of this energy. That's like attracting more shit because you're just focusing on like the bad. And then you think about all the bad things in your life. You recall everything from eight years old and up because you're, yep. <laughs> do you know what spiral I'm talking about right oh, now? Oh yeah. I call it a shame spiral. It's a quick it's wheel. A shame spiral. Yeah. So I, we just brought in everything, you know, we're like, let's invite everything bad so we can keep feeling bad. But we had said, we're like, okay, like what's the fastest way out of this? And we're like, the fastest way is to make someone else feel better. I'm like, let's both text three people and check in on them and like, see how we can serve them. It immediately made me feel better to get out of my own head. And trust me, it was selfish at first, but then I was like, holy shit, this is like the fastest way to make yourself feel better is to make someone else feel better about themselves or their day. And it's just, you can be in the worst place. And it's not that it like immediately healed the whole thing, but it gave me enough space to get out of the shame spiral and be like, okay, let's put it into perspective. Like, let's actually like take a beat and see what this really is. Cause it can feel so big. And then you realize it's not. So yeah, yeah that's I feel so you. well said. I, thanks for reminding me of that because I've never really been I guess, intentional about it in that way. Like, let me text three people. I really, I think that's such a good tool. It, I, I mean, I feel like somebody told me to do that because I don't know if I would have come up with that on my own. So smart. <laughs> no, you're so good. <laughs> but awesome. it works. It works wherever mm-hmm. I heard it. Okay, so you had mentioned that feelings are your superpower at work. Like, tell, mm-hmm. I need to know about this. Like, tell me about times where you're like, oh, this is like, you can actually feel kind of like your magic like happening. Yeah. 
I had like a pretty great upbringing. Mm -hmm. It was like, I had a really loving, stable family. I lived in the same house, you know, my whole life. My parents still live in that house. There was a lot of love and comfort and stability. And then when I moved to LA, I think I felt strong because of that. I was powered Mm -hmm. up. And later, I want to say around like 25, I had a lot of hard things happen, both mostly personally, some professionally, some hard family things. And it expanded my sensitivity like Mm. crazy. I felt like someone had turned a faucet onto my tears and I could not turn it off. And it was because all of a sudden I had this like well to pull from. So when someone is in pain, I could, Mm. I knew what that felt like so deeply. Yeah. And it was really difficult at first. I still have it. I can cry pretty quickly if I feel somebody, but Mm. like in interviews, I look back at my footage and I realize I missed some things that people were saying to me because I didn't have the capacity to feel what they were feeling. And now I hope, I I mean, I think everyone misses some things, but I think when I watch my footage back, I'm able to like really be with someone in a present way and understand them differently um, Mm. than I ever have, which for what I do is so important because the Mm follow-up question really matters. And so, yeah, that's actually how I'll I'll like expand, but that's how the card deck was born. Number one, like that is... That is so amazing to be able to, It's as a podcaster, and I've been doing it five years now, I've learned in the beginning, so I'm so curious for you as well. In the beginning, it's like I had these questions that I knew like, okay, if I ask these, these are good questions. But all of a sudden, there comes this point where you realize your next question does not fit. Like it might be a great question, but you're actually gonna like disrupt the flow of energy and you're gonna break like what you're connecting to and what you're getting to. So those like emotional cues and that, for, tell me about, do you remember at all, like the first times that you went off course and were like, I'm just gonna like risk it yeah, for the yeah. biscuit. <laughs> I love that. I've never heard that. Yeah. I did an interview with this woman, Sharia Irving, who okay. uh, was, it was supposed to be about mentorship. She started Shaping Her Earth, which is a fabulous foundation for young women of color to find mentorship. Mm. And I love mentorship. And so I had this whole interview prepped Mm. and we got on and she had this, like this woman has spirit. Oh my God. Even via Zoom, I could feel her. Mm. Like she just radiates. And we ended up talking about faith. And Mm. I was like, do I, like, this is such a beautiful conversation. What do I, I, I shifted the whole thing. I just went with it. And I actually called a friend who's, he's the executive producer of CBS Evening News now. He used to do their morning show. And I was like, Adam, did I do the right thing? Like, I don't know mm-hmm. if I, should I have stayed on course? Like, and he was like, no, always go with it. Mm-hmm. Unless obviously news is a little different because you're supposed to get certain sound bites. But in podcasting, just go with it. So yeah, I totally remember. And it actually really freed me because I was a person that always liked to stick to a script. So it changed the way I interview. So tell me about your question deck. Like, where did it come from? I'm so curious because for me, questions are truly like they're it. I'm obsessed with them. You ask such good questions. I've done a lot of podcasts. You are so, so insightful. Oh, that makes me so happy. Well, from someone who loves questions too, that's like, I love love. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) So tell me about your deck. So- I got a job. I thought it was my dream job at an entertainment outlet. 
And I was the youngest person they ever hired. And I thought like, this is why I moved to LA. This is why I like didn't go to all my friends' birthday parties and trips and like missed out on everything. And I got there and I hated the job. I broke out into hives. I would Mm. cry in the bathroom at lunch. I was working like 16 hour days and just miserable. And I was getting gas on my way to work one day. And I called my mom and she was like, you do not sound like yourself. Like just quit. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I have no money. How am I going to quit? Also like, this is a great company. If I quit, I look like a loser. Like I gave up, like what's my next Mm -hmm. move? And she was like, I don't know, but I know that you'll figure it out. So just life is too short to be this miserable. Mm. And I've never liked being a quitter. So it was hard for me, but I was so miserable. So I just did it. And I was living off my credit cards and financial instability is so anxiety ridden. So I was just like, Mm. didn't know where my next rent check was coming from. And I had all this time on my hands. And so I was Mm -hmm. like, I want to try and use this time to take myself to grad school. So I started watching all the people I think do it best, like Robin Roberts and Bob Costas and Katie Couric and Larry King. And I started having breakfast with Larry King like every two weeks on Sundays. That's Um, magical. It was incredible. He, I actually, we got to circle back to that in a minute. I'm like, how did you make that happen? He signed my microphone. Yeah. I like, it's like an old mic that I bought it on eBay that he used to use and he signed it, which is really special. I love that. He's a legend. He's a legend. And he was the most innately curious person I'd ever met. Mm. And so part of my like grad school thing was I kept a Google doc of about 800 questions that I had that I'd ask celebrities and entrepreneurs and authors Mm. and I would have to pull them up quickly. So I always like kept a doc so that I could be prepared. And I looked at that doc one day, I was adding some things and I was like, you know, I ask people questions for a living and I've never asked myself one question. Mm. And this was pre-therapy. And I was like, that's pretty weird, huh? Like, I don't know the answers to any of these questions. If you ask me, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what I think. I, I just want to hear what you think. Right. So about five a day, I decided I was going to ask myself from that Google Doc. And by the end of the list, it took months and months. By the end of that list, I realized what a superpower questions are. Because not only was I more confident because I had like ideas about myself and reflections, but I was more practiced at asking questions. And so Mm -hmm. I would be on the phone with my parents or a friend or be out at dinner and people felt seen. It was like a vibration. I felt like they were magnetic Mm -hmm. to me because they were like, oh, she really cares. To give somebody that gift, it's the gift that therapists give us really is like complete presence and interest in who you are. And I realized that this is a superpower that everybody can tap into, but we just don't know how necessarily or don't know what to ask or how to enter a conversation. And so I put this deck together because I think to gamify it is really helpful. It takes all the awkwardness out of it. And at this point, I've tested it out with a bunch of different people. And it's fun to use it in different groups because like I did it with my dad and I learned, I'm really close with him. I learned stories I'd never known before. I actually really want to do it and like record him, you know? Mm, that'd um, be awesome. But it's fun. Like at dinner parties, the same thing. Like you, mm. you kind of like set a purpose for your group meeting instead of just like yes. going in and talking about the weather. Well, I, I literally have to get your deck because I've burned through. We do, we literally use them at every holiday. Like we pull them out Thanksgiving, Christmas, all the things It started with questions in a bowl years ago. 
And I'm telling you, it's the, it's the best and you need to keep making decks because I'm cycling through them. So we're going to use your deck. We'll, we'll, we'll tag you in our next big, like family thing, but we just, we actually just used them last week, like a a different deck, but I can't wait for this one because we burned through that other deck. Yeah, no, I know. I I think it's important to, I want to do expansion packs. Like I have 52 questions to fall in love, like 52 questions to ask for marriage. I think it's, they're important and we don't know what to ask sometimes. And that's my job is to ask questions. So why not? Oh my God. I love that. I don't know if you know this, but my new beverage company that's coming out, we started it two years ago, but we're finally coming out. But there's three questions on the back of every can that help you like figure out your next step and expand opportunities for women. So it's like, so cool. Well, I'm like, we'll have to do like a, a cocktail slash question card dinner with your stuff That's there. Amazing. Stuff. That would be so fun. Yeah. That would be super fun. I so that. I love that you're doing this for people. It is a gift, like to be asked questions, to like be inquired about, to feel like so seen, to feel like your thoughts and opinions matter. Like that's the gift that you're giving to people. I love it so much. And I hope that you come out with all of the decks. Where can we find it? It's on Instagram, uh, Danielle Robay. It's the link in my bio. But I think to your point, because I feel like there's a lot of people that listen to your podcast that are go-getters and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. And they probably know this better than me even, but I, I learned that sales is not about selling. It's about helping. Mm. And to do that, you have to ask questions. And so the tagline is like, for my game is that the most interesting thing is to be interested because you Mm. can go to a networking event and like think, okay, how do I impress somebody? How do I like, what story can I tell or what tidbit can Mm. I share? And it's actually easy. Like you do not have to put all that pressure on yourself. Just ask someone a few good questions and they will remember you way more so than like Mm. a story that you shared. Oh my God. It's so good. And it's so, so true. And that just relieves like all of, like you said, all of the pressure. I think that's probably where a lot of social anxiety comes from. Yeah. I'm like, how can we make this like not weird standing in a cocktail party, you know? Yeah. Like just pull them out of your, pull them out of your purse. Okay. So one more time, where can we go? We can go right to your. Yeah. To my Instagram, R-O-B-A-Y link in my bio and yeah, everything's there. Well, I am so grateful that you came on the show. Is there anything else that you want to share with people that's like on your heart that you didn't get to say before we go? No, just really thank you. I think like you have given, Gloria Steinem has this quote that I love. And she said that revolutions happen with women telling stories in basements and somebody saying, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, me too. Same. That happened to me. And you, I've listened to your podcast a bunch and you constantly share honest stories and you have people on that share honest stories. And so Mm. to connect us all in that way, I think is such a gift. So thank you. Wow. Well, thank you. I did not know you ever listened to the podcast. So that's always so, so fun to hear. And this was just like such a soul filling connection hour for me. So thank you again for coming on. And you guys, the biggest gift that we can give our guest, number one, you guys know I'm all about supporting women and supporting with your dollars. So definitely if you are curious about the deck, go and purchase the deck because it's only going to add to your life. It's only going to give you so many tools for social situations and business because truly 
I believe it too, Danielle, like questions are a superpower and they are the key to receiving and understanding how to achieve everything that you want in life, whether it's relationships or business or that next level in your career, it truly comes back to questions. So this is just going to be a massive tool for you guys to go and learn how to arm yourself with better questions to get better answers. So definitely go get our deck. Please tag us if you go get it. Tell us, you know, what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast. And Danielle, what is your Instagram tag? What is your handle? Danielle Robay. So D-A-N-I-E-L-L-E-R-O-B-A-Y. All right, you guys, definitely go give her a shout out. Let her know what your biggest takeaway was. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you gotta go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Want to know a huge secret to my success? Okay, not only my success, but just about every single person that I have interviewed on this podcast who is successful has this in common. You guys, they love to journal. They capture their life lessons and what they're grateful for. But a lot of people don't keep this up consistently. And most people do know that the research shows that journaling deepens your gratitude and increases self-awareness. But did you also know that journaling decreases stress and helps you achieve your goals faster? 
In fact, journaling is a huge differentiator between average performers at work and high-performing people. It leads to longer-term clarity, confidence, and success. So why don't more people journal? Why didn't I journal consistently? Honestly, they don't like staring at a blank page. It's hard to carry a book around with you or a notepad, and they just don't even know what to write about, or they just forget. That's why I know that you're going to love Growth Day. It's the world's number one system for self-improvement, and it's like all-in-one personal development in an app. And it has an awesome digital journal, and people love it. Growth Day's digital journal has hundreds of research-backed writing prompts for self-reflection, positive mindset, confidence building, and success. I use them all the time, and it makes me think in ways that I typically don't, and it makes me ask myself better questions, which we all know gets better results in our lives life. It even has prompts that help you develop a daily, weekly, or monthly habit of reflecting on your life and identifying areas to grow. So it's a perfect time of year to start journaling, you guys. When you sign up at Growth Day, you also get systems for habit tracking, goal setting, and scoring and improving every area of your life. Best of all, I get to teach there too, you guys. I'm so excited. I hope that I get to see you. I teach live in Growth Day every single month with a new topic just for you. So join me there. Start your free trial at growthdate.com slash Lori. Hey, do you know what the big secret is this year? And it shouldn't be a secret because this should be your biggest focus. It is building your community. I am always working on building and nurturing my community and everyone is talking about the power of community without an online community you just cannot grow organically or create a real movement which is what i know that we're all after and you can build trust or monetize your audience when you get community right not only does your audience grow faster but so do your sales but where's everybody going to be managing their communities these days and a lot of online entrepreneurs and thought leaders are turning to circle.so circle is an all-in-one community platform it lets you host content and create discussions live streams group chats and memberships all under your own brand and what's so cool about circle.so is that you don't even need a website or facebook group instead circle lets you build your own community site where you can host content and manage your members you can even create locked and unlocked content spaces groups and classes how freaking cool is that you can put your content behind a paywall too and you can charge different amounts of money for different spaces on your community site circle.so is famously easy to use and it has a free 14-day trial for you so you can go check it out see if you like it see if you love all the options just go to circle.so go check it out right now you guys imagine being able to manage your community start group chats and live classes and accept payments all in one place kind of mind-blowing since this is usually spread all over the place you have to log into so many different things if this is the year to capture organize and monetize your community head over to circle.so you can get a free trial and start building your online community right now just go to circle.so you guys you get the 14 day free trial so just go and see if it's for you it's going to streamline everything and make your life so much easier it's so freaking cool